Well, welcome to Book of Boredom for this week, everybody around the world. Whoop, 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 whoop. And we are literally around the world for this special edition of the show because we are about to wrap up First Nephi, and it's been quite the ride, hasn't it? Nonsense, boredom, lots of polishing swords, holding to rods, spreading the seeds. We've had it all. And so as a special treat this week, we thought we'd bring back some of the guests we've had on the show so far. And we've got one we haven't had before, who we should probably introduce. Say hello. Hello, hello. I'm Rahel. What brings you here? Uh, boredom and the promise of entertainment. They seem to be prerequisites for joining this particular mob of individuals. Open-mindedness and open legs is probably awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus, woman. Now, of course, I forgot to introduce the head harlot in this harem, the one with whom this show would not exist. Of course, Sister Patience. Yay! What were we thinking when we said, let's have more than one person on at a time? No, we were thinking Patience is feeling a little under-challenged and she wants something really difficult. Yeah, as if I don't give her enough hassle with the editing each week. For everyone listening at home, that voice you just heard, of course, is Sister Rhonda coming to us from Germany. We've also got our gruesome twosome, Rosalind and Robin, on the other line. Say hi, girls. Hello, girls. <laughs> <laughs> hi. So some of our favourite guests. We may have Mark join us later. He seems to keep popping in and out. How is everyone since the last time you are on the show? Are you famous in your local area for appearing on the show? <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> My teacher insisted on getting to hear this, so in case she's listening oh, again. Yeah. Hello. I'm not going to say her name, you know, Darton Schutz. Data <laughs> protection. Yeah. So I have a question. Do they call it brothers and sisters because by the second round of generation it practically is? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely from Nephi's time, I'm convinced. Two families were meant to have taken this trip across to the Americas and everyone should be able to follow their genetics back to that. We covered an episode or two ago because we, we sort of talked about who was getting on the boats, okay? So there was Layman, Lemuel, Nephi and Sam. There was Lehi and Sarai and then they had another two kids in the wilderness who were young boys also. Then they abducted slash encouraged Ishmael to come with his sons and daughters. So we don't know how many sons there were, but there were at least four daughters because there was one for Laman, Lemuel, Nephi and Sam. What's with the names? It sounds like someone with a speech impediment only remembered the vowels and last half of the alphabet. <laughs> Pretty much, except for poor Sam. You know, he made a deal with someone, lost the bet and had to name a character in his book. Yeah, yeah. It was either Sam or Bodie McBoat face. <laughs> there were basically four women for the four sons of Nephi. The sons of Ishmael must have had to then wait for their nieces to be old enough. It wasn't an even split. You know, it was a total sausage fest. Two families, both alike in chromosomes. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of self-satisfying. <laughs> Incest seems to be God's thing. I mean, Adam and Eve with their kids, they were all incestuous. Then he killed off everybody and brought in Noah and his family, so they would have had to inbreed again. And so now that wasn't enough, so he thought, let's go and inbreed a whole other family fucking continent and he sent them across to America. I can recommend something on YouTube for you guys to watch and it's the BBC's documentary on haemophilia where it is in the current world. In England it's really really popular that in certain families and certain cultures that they still marry their cousins and they interviewed a family of 10 children and six of them had severe disabilities like blindness or severe learning difficulties and it was because their family tree was no longer a tree, it was a diamond shape. So, <laughs> <laughs> do we have to do this in front of my parents? Come now, there's my parents too. I was thinking of Queen Elizabeth and all her cousin Bucky. Yeah. The thing is that we joke about this, but what shocked me is that it still happens today. Ugh. You look at all of the European 
European royalty lines, like captured in a lot of portraits, is actually like a very distinctive jawline and a couple of very specific genetic traits that passed down. And then when they argued, they decided to have world wars to settle their disagreements. <laughs> you pissed me off, so I'm going to invade Poland, goddamn you. Well, you say euphemism for something else around here. <laughs> now, which book are we up to and how many of these boring bastards did you poor fuckers have to read? <laughs> The entire thing. We're into First Nephi, Chapter 22. Always wanted to read fantasy fiction. This looks interesting. Well, if you've read the Bible, this is Bible fan fiction. Poorly written, low quality. Yeah, yeah, very poorly written. I'm reading the summary on Wikipedia. It looks just as bad as the original. <laughs> Disclaimer, you got yourself into this. I had nothing to do with it, Hella. There's six of us. There's 31 verses. So if we do this seminary style and do five verses each, and whoever as the end gets the bonus 31st verse. Why don't we just read? two each and that way we all get to speak twice. Hang on, I must correct myself as well. We've got chapter 22 first which is six verses and then we have chapter 23 which is 31 verses. Where were we up to? There's no chapter 23. What are you doing? Oh shit! I'm in the next <laughs> fucking book. <laughs> so baby, did you run out of toes and fingers? Yeah. <laughs> brother Paul, brother Paul. Uh, patience, you can edit that out post. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. Scroll back in my PDF. Am I going to get spam email for visiting the Latter-day Saints website? <laughs> Actually, it's funny, since we started doing this show, you know, because I'm often Googling pictures and Mormon-related stuff, I swear Google now thinks I'm Mormon again. Okay, First Nephi chapter 22. I'm on there now. I've got the right one. I would say let's go alphabetical order, but since most of us have a name that starts with R, I don't think that's going to help us. <laughs> Well, I'll go first, okay? Thank you. All right, feel free to chip in anytime you have any questions or comments. And now it came to pass, after I, Nephi, had read these things which were engraven upon the plates of brass, my brethren came unto me and said unto me, What meaneth these things which ye have read? Behold, are they to be understood according to the things which are spiritual, which shall come to pass according to the spirit and not in the flesh? Okay, so not only do we not understand what the fuck Nephi was talking about, but those with him at the time didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. Like he had thoughts and he had to put all of them down at the same time. Don't forget, he was reading this out of a hat, you know, so he's like, oh shit, did I say that already? Oh, I can't remember. I think sometimes maybe he like kind of dropped the papers beforehand and they got out of order and he just kind of quickly threw them all back together and it's like, okay, we'll just do it in this sequence. I like how they go, are they meant to be understood according to things which are spiritual, which is essentially, do I need to smoke hash to understand what the fuck you've just said? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go on with verse 2 because let's see if verse 2 explains anything at all and helps us understand what's going on. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't ruin it. And I, Nephi, said unto them, Behold, they were manifest unto the prophets by the voice of the Spirit, for by the Spirit are all things made known unto the prophets, which shall come upon the children of men according to the flesh. It's not marked as one of the mandatory scripture readings, which is a surprise for me, but I reckon they probably quote that quite a bit. This is literally the psychological steps of how to dodge accountability in answering questions. Why are they not putting this down as the fucking manual. <laughs> Verse three. I'm super eager to hear Patience's voice and I think it's her turn now, so. Hang on, I've only read two verses. Yeah, we're doing two verses each. No, we're doing five each. Because we all love we're to talk. Doing five each. We're doing five each. No, honey, we decided two. Where were you for this? Oh, uh, am I being overruled? Okay, fine. You girls just take over. 
I'm going to sit back here. I'm very proud of you, Paul, because you have now gone one step further than Joseph Smith. Yeah, shut up. You're <gasps> able to listen to the women around you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let the ladies take charge. I'm just going to sit here. Don't you quote Timothy at me. Don't <laughs> you mind laughing, I don't think he's impressed with the experience, patient. Your was like <laughs> I'm going to let you guys talk, and I'm just going to sit here and picture you all naked. So carry on. Should we help with the visualization? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Not for free. I have standards. Wait, wait, Rhonda. Do I need to get my credit card out now? I knew it was on when Rhonda took a jumper off. <laughs> All right, well, patience then. You do the next couple of verses. See what I care. All right, verse three. Wherefore, the things of which I have read are things pertaining to things, both temporal <laughs> things and spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> things pertaining to things. For it appears that the house of Israel, sooner or later, will be scattered upon all the face of the earth. Oh, he'd like it scattered on his face. And also among all the nations. Well, he didn't do that one very well, did he? So it might be physical. It might be spiritual. It kind of sort of might happen eventually. You are a prophet. Tell me more. This is one of the most entertaining things I have ever fucking read. I know. It's pretty great, isn't it? Where's Rhonda? Help me, Rhonda. Help oh, she's there. Okay. Help me, Rhonda. All right. So what are we up to, patience? Verse four. And behold, there are many who are already lost from the knowledge of those who are at Jerusalem. Yay! The more part <laughs> of all the tribes have been led away and they are scattered to and fro upon the isles of the sea. He loves the isles of the sea. And whither they are, none of us knoweth, save that we know. This reads like someone who had to use word fill on their essay <laughs> and couldn't come up with enough shit. Pretty much. Word fill. It's not landfill, it's word fill. The last half of that sentence basically sounds like we done fucked up the mission. We have no idea where the fuck they ended up. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to pack the compass. Save that we know that they have been led away. All right, next person. Rhonda, you're on five and six. Just a funny little outtake for number three. Things of which I have read are things. I was talking to my best friend yesterday and I was very, very distracted while trying to speak in German. And she replied and said, can you try that sentence again with less use of the word things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone tell Joseph that. You were doing the German translation of the Book of Mormon. Yes, I think I was. Chapter 22, verse 5. And since they have been led away, these things have been prophesied concerning them, and also concerning all those who shall hereafter be scattered and be confounded because of the Holy One of Israel. For against him will they harden their hearts. Wherefore, they shall be scattered among all nations and shall be hated of all men. Sounds like a rip out of the Bible. Ooh. What are you suggesting? <laughs> I'm not suggesting plagiarism of any sort. Oh, well, it sounded like that's what you were alluding to. Hey, Robert and Rosalind, are you still there? They're there. They're just in that drunk haze where it's like they need that minute. They're zoned out. Being drunk <laughs> off her fucking ass. Her not to go down the staircase to get the gift. <laughs> I'm saying I shouldn't go and get him out of the sea. No, hell, because I'll drop him and he'll die. You are so drunk, you are not going to make it up the stairs. I totally will. I'm not touching it. I 
Are you giving me guineas? Oh, <laughs> Wait, the guinea pig. <laughs> Aren't they really like very, very easily spooked? Like they die of heart attacks all the time? Yeah, I thought they die easy. I mean, if you put them in a blender, that's probably not going to help. Like, they die really easy. <laughs> He's so pretty. Disclaimer for the children at home that are, of course, listening to this. Children, please do not put your guinea pig in a blender. That's for frogs. Oh, fucking frogs. I mean, it might make for an excellent hydration protein smoothie the next morning, but only if you've forgotten about what you've done. Babies. Is that what atheists have for breakfast? Yeah, we babies. It is. I had one this morning. The other, other white meat. <laughs> I am so glad I'm vegan. Patience is only vegan when it doesn't involve eating babies. <laughs> Nevertheless, after they shall be nursed by the Gentiles, and the Lord has lifted up his hand upon the Gentiles and set them up for a standard, and their children have been carried in their arms, and their daughters have been carried upon their shoulders, behold, these things of which are spoken are temporal. For thus are the covenants of the Lord with our fathers, and it meaneth us, meaneth? Okay, meaneth us in the days to come, and also all our brethren who are of the house of Israel. Well done. Big mouthful. Mm. <laughs> and the next <laughs> sentence is the part where he realizes he hasn't told them what meaneth means. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to backtrack and be like, oh, yeah, by the way. Hold on, hold on. And it meaneth that the time cometh that after all the house of Israel have been scattered and confounded, not just the poor fuckers listening, that the Lord God shall raise up a mighty nation amongst the Gentiles, yea, even upon the face of this land, and by them shall our seed be scattered. Is that the equivalent of he's bringing us hoes? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. This is the equivalent of mail order hoes back then. Yeah. Jesus. Hey, it's the world's oldest profession. I know, but I'd never see the men doing it. <sighs> You need to come to Hamburg. <laughs> My first experience on the Raperbahn, which is the most sinful mile. I went down the side street of the Raperbahn, the most sinful mile, and I found the most sinful mile with amazing legs and great makeup and a pair of grapes in the front pocket. <laughs> Only grapes? No, I was... <laughs> What, was he asking you if you would like a grape? <laughs> Reach into my pocket, help yourself to a grape. No, no, little more to the left, little more to the left. Did you get any makeup tips? So keep telling us this story, Rhonda. I mean, obviously it was more than just a transsexual you ran into, so tell us more. What happened? Oh, I can't remember when I was on one of my tours and they said, drag queens get paid for it, transvestites do it for fun. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> one's a career, the other one's a lifestyle So which choice. one did you you go home with then? With the one that has no photographic evidence that I've ever managed to get him into a dress, but spoiler alert, I have oh, managed to get him into a dress. First of all, I have freakishly small feet, so I couldn't get him to put mine on. And I couldn't find a legitimate reason for that. The year that I did that to him, I said, you have to wear this dress so that I can fix it and alter it because I, I make my own clothes sometimes. Still, you know, very Molly Mormon talent, but I made my wedding dress. I think we're learning more about Rhonda's kinks. thought you were going to sort out your marriage arguments with kings. <laughs> <laughs> I forced it on my husband and uh, I said it's because I needed a dress model. You what now? <laughs> <laughs> the dress, Rosalie. The dress. Okay. <laughs> And the very next Christmas, what do you know? I have a sewing model, a body form. <laughs> he was like, I'm not letting her do that to me again. Clearly weren't careful enough with the pins. How was he a good model? He's probably like that much taller than me. That's helpful. Anyway, respect on making your own clothes because that's really difficult. I've made a couple of things and I'm really shit at it. Rarely turns out well, to be honest, but then I'm probably my own worst critic. The clothes are wearable and they don't flash people unless I intend to. <laughs>
right, so whose go is it to read? Still on verse 8. Talk about scattered and fucking confounded. <laughs> we, we just scattered seed. Okay. Right, so we're still talking about the after results of the scattered seed. He, this guy's clearly got some fixation issues here. After our seed is scattered, the Lord God will proceed to do a marvellous work among the Gentile, which will be of great worth unto our seed. Wherefore, it is likened unto their being nourished by the Gentiles and being carried in their arms and upon their shoulders. We're reading an annotated family version, so there's extra quotes and things. There's a footnote here, and it's a quote from Spencer W. Kimball. He said, the Lamanites are having the gospel and the Book of Mormon brought to them. And of course, we know the Lamanites, they mean the American native people. So basically, they're like, we're just going to come and fix all your problems and wipe out your entire culture and replace it with Mormonism, and it's going to be great. So when I see things like that, I get a little bit, ooh. So this is where we started with the cultural cleansing. Religious colonisation. What was the name we had for Kimball? Oh, it was Boy Cakes. That's right. Boyd K. Fudgebacker. Oh, this was um, Kimball. Yeah, Kimball was an actual president prophet of the thing. Fudgebacker was just one of the apostles. Actually, as an ADHD, I do wonder whether or not this guy had something that was uh, running under the radar here because I'm not seeing a line of thought anywhere. Welcome to the Book of Mormon. It's intentional because it's meant to sound like all mystical and deeply spiritual and because you have to have the spirit of revelation in order to understand it. It's profound, yes. Profound. And so only Joseph could like truly understand it. So it's basically the more words I give them to remember, the more that they forget, the more I can change it in the future. Yeah, it's kind of like a politician giving a speech. (laughs) It's meaningless. The more words he puts in, the more prophetic it sounds. Prophecies are wordy. It can't just be, hey, you're going to have lots of kids. It's going to be, and the seed of your loins will spread forth. All right, so we're down to Rosie's turn to read. And it shall also be of worth unto the Gentiles, and not only unto the Gentiles, but unto all the house of Israel, unto the making known of the covenants of the Father of heaven unto Abraham, saying, In thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. And I would that ye should know that all the kindreds of the earth cannot be blessed unless he shall make bare his arm in the eyes of the nations. Is that the equivalent of it's okay, the product of rape will be perfectly all right and look cute, so don't worry about it? Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) Yeah, but if you talk about the cultural cleansing aspect, it's the equivalent of this is what we're going to be saying to the people that we end up fucking up based on the places we're about to wipe out so that we can live there. What is the bear his arm in the eyes of the nation? A modern day dick pic. No, that's not showing your power. (laughs) No, that's not how we do that. Don't encourage Paul. Oh, okay. Show us your guns, Rhonda. Okay, Robin, this should be fun. I don't know those words. 11 and 12, you say. Yeah, the whole one. And I can see properly. Oh, we've given her two short verses. That's nice. (laughs) Wow, Hallie, you're really getting the hang of this. It's like you've been Mormon before. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Robin, you can do it. I believe in you. Let's leave the French fingers till later. Wherefore, the Lord God will proceed to make bare his arm in the eyes of all nations. He just said that. He's saying it again. That's so silly. I know. I was thinking, wasn't this right yes. on that verse? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in bringing about covenants and his gospel unto those. I think you skipped the whole section there. Oh, Robin. shit. Do I start again? <laughs> For the love of God, don't start again. No, no. She was, she's on track. She's on the right. She's got it. Between bouts of giggling, she's got it right. Wherefore, the Lord God will proceed to make bare his arm in the eyes of all the nations. In bringing about 
covenants and his gospel unto those who are of the house of Israel. Wherefore, hit them again, activity, and they shall be gathered together to the lands of their inheritance, and they shall be brought out of obscurity and out of darkness, and they shall know that the Lord is their Savior and their Redeemer and the Mighty One of Israel. Hurrah! Well done, Robin. That brings me back to sacrament meeting when Robin was forced by her father to do talks because he forgot to assign someone. Oh, fuck, that was annoying. Holy shit. Robin, your turn, because I, I forgot to give someone a sacrament talk this week, so you're going to be talking about this. Fucking hated that. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how it went down. It was. Honestly, Rosalind, you two are basically at like a scripture first base sharing a book together. <laughs> Not just any book. This is the family book that my ex forced my kids to have in my household. Yeah, it's gold and it's got extra quotes. Oh, you should show the Jesus one that's not the Jesus one. Oh, did they use another Star Wars character? Oh, it's Happy Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Male Jesus. What a man. 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 What a Grumpy yeah. eye and happy. So, yeah, <laughs> but he looks kind and benevolent. If you're standing on the <laughs> other side, he looks really stern. I and- saw the stern a lot growing up. <laughs> uh, see, I would have done it differently. I would have done it from height to bottom. So that way, when they find out that they're 10, Jesus looks stern because, you know, you're underage. By the time you get to 14, you're on the right eye height, which means he looks happy because, I mean, you're of age now, right? Uh, Yeah, but see, that's when he starts watching you masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't like that. He doesn't like watching you flick the bean. For the family version of the Book of Mormon for this edition, they've obviously given the children kind Jesus. So yes. what do I read after this to get all of my IQ points back after reading this shit fuckery? Uh, you just take your riddle and as per usual, Rahela. I would say even reading Murdoch newspapers will uh, give you more intellectual stimulation than reading this. Uh, my dad, bless his sweetheart, is super into Mormon conspiracy theories. There's a lot of wacko prophecy in the Book of Mormon about the end of days everyone's going to be miserable and there's going to be these cities guarded by angels just full of mormons it'll be really really hard to get there and everyone else will be terrified of all these people and they're like you know stopping up because we won't have electricity and, and there'll be no government and the whole world's going to go to chaos but apparently jesus still needs for the end of days which is why the mormons keep taking everyone's money my sperm donor and my birth unit are like that as well yeah she called her dad her sperm donor and her mum her birth unit. I fucking love that. That's awesome. That's the nicest thing I can think of, honestly. If I didn't look like them, I'd think I was fucking adopted, honestly. They are the stupidest pair of sheep to ever fucking breed. Sheep, tell us what you really think. Hey, I've, I've met her parents. <laughs> <laughs> they came over for Leah's wedding. They stayed in our spare room. I was doing it for Leah. Who's Leah? My younger sister. So I know Rohella through Leah, but I've never met Rohella. But I've met her parents. And I specifically asked her father. I gave him my keys and I said, please lock my door and then throw the keys through the letterbox afterwards. You gave instructions to the fuckwit? <laughs> <laughs> I came home. My door was unlocked and my keys were through the letterbox. And I was like, well, why did I bother giving you keys? <laughs> and the blood of that great and abominable church, which is the whore of all the earth, shall turn upon their own heads, for they shall war among themselves 
and the sword of their own hands shall fall upon their own heads, and they shall be drunken with their own blood. Now, in seminary, I was taught that that great and abominable church was the Catholics. They've <laughs> since said that it's all other religions that aren't Mormonism. Unofficially, it was Catholics, but we weren't allowed to really say that too loud. The SDAs hold full-on conferences with hundreds of people attending where they will have people providing presentations on how basically everything except the SDAs are basically the demon and what they talk about in Revelations. So, no, the SDAs are very anti-Catholics, but they'll never fucking admit it. SDA? What do you mean by SDA? Seventh-day Adventists? Oh, yeah, crazy people. Aren't they all? Yeah, their favourite thing to do is actually to hire out the Mason Hall <laughs> here in Melbourne and hold shit about how the Masons are evil and how we're purifying them by attending. <laughs> no, about the Joseph Smith and the Mason connection. They- no. So Joseph Smith was a Mason. He got all these like super secret initiations or whatever it's called done. And then he went and took that and turned it into a crazy ass culty temple ceremony and made us all wear magic underwear and learn secret handshakes to get into heaven. The secret handshakes were stolen straight from the Masons. As were the symbols on the magic underwear. Let me guess, 10% tithe or you don't get in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 MLM, there you go. How, yeah, how you did go. you know? Oh, save on your tax, 100% switch <laughs> to Jesus. <laughs> All right, verse 14, stay with me. And every nation which shall war against thee, O house of Israel, shall be turned one against another, and they shall fall into the pits which they digged to ensnare the people of the Lord. And all that fight against Zion shall be destroyed, and the great whore who hath perverted the right ways of the Lord, yea, that great and abominable church shall tumble to the dust, and great shall be the fall of it. She got an honourable mention in chapter 14 here. Yeah, the great whore that's about... Speaking of whores falling over, we're all watching to see when uh, Robin tries to stand up again. Well, I know the last pee break she lost her pants, so Mark will be proud of her. I did notice there was less clothing when you returned to the camera than there was when you left the camera, but... That's just a cardigan. I'm wearing my grey sleepy pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm not going to strip a pad of air on you poor bastards. I'm not doing that to you, Jesus. For behold. Sayeth the prophet. The time cometh speedily. Satan shall have no more power over the hearts of the children of men. Actually, let's rephrase that to Raleigh's wording. Shall not have power over the children of sperm donors. For the day soon cometh. But all the proud and they who do wickedly shall be as stubble, and the day cometh that they must be burned. He said at the start, the time cometh speedily, and then he says the day soon cometh. He's just all about coming quickly, isn't he? Too quick. He doesn't take his time. Poor Emma. No foreplay. Unlike us here, we take our time. Oh, mm. In Germany, you take your time. For the time soon cometh that the fullness of the wrath of God shall be poured (laughs) out upon all the children of men, for he will not suffer that the wicked shall destroy the righteous. Wherefore, he will preserve the righteous by his power, even if it so be that the fullness of his wrath must come and the righteous be preserved even unto the destruction. Ah, some people like to be destroyed of their enemies, 
by fire. I'm hearing a lot of friction and no lube, which means somebody's on fire. Wherefore, the righteous need not fear, for thus saith the prophet, they shall be saved, even if it so be as by fire. Fire! Fire! clearly going to be a very long lifetime because it's going to be until destruction of their enemies, which means basically it's going to be no pleasure and all fire for your ass. Better have the Metamucil. I have no soft drink to go with my rum, so I thought, oh, I'll try a beetroot shot. I've just checked the use-by date on it, and I think it needs the rum. Oh. Hey, Rhonda, what was the name of that red light district? The way you said it, it sounded like rape in German, which is really weird. Reeperbahn. It's Rope Weaver's Way. Rope Weaver's Way. Ah. Were rope weavers in antiquity something central, were they? <laughs> they were for sail ships, so they needed a long, straight, relatively flat street on which they could lay out the equipment that they needed to make these huge ropes for the sail ships. So all the sailors were around there, so it turned into a red light district. Yeah, and yeah. it was between the city of Hamburg and the city of Altona, and my great-grandfather was born in Altona. He was actually born in the prostitute district, and his father's not written on his birth certificate, so... <laughs> Let's figure that one out. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he, um, problem was that when they started all coming into this, like the sailors and all of the rope weavers, then they started to push non-religious businesses out of Hamburg's walls that they didn't really want in there. Actually couldn't decide who would be responsible for policing that area between the people of Altona and the people of Hamburg. So for ages, the only people that kept some kind of control of the Reeperbahn was the Catholic Church because they'd also been kicked out of both because up here Catholics weren't welcome. So they built their church in the Reeperbahn. Yeah, they took the money for the indulgences before the seamen would go back out. The sailors, sorry. In German, it's called semen. <laughs> um, well, you know, well, same deal. Same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were always, like, deathly scared that they'd be taken in a storm because they'd been really naughty on land. Oh. So before they'd leave, they'd quickly pay the oh, church. Um, it's been so long since I've done a Hamburg tour, but... <laughs> Just even explaining that small part reminds me why I loved being a tour guide. I love telling wacky stories. Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome to Lily's Scripture Study. Today I'm reading from Exodus chapter 21, verses 7 to 8. And if a man sell his daughter to be a maidservant, she shall not go out as the men's servants do. If she please not her master, who hath exposed her to himself, then shall he let her be redeemed to sell her to foreign people. He shall have no power, seeing he hath dealt fully. Basically, that's just saying that women should be slaves forever. Okay, that sounds like some sort of rape scenario, Jesus. Definitely doesn't sound consensual, does it? Yeah, not really. Mm. Oh, I'm going to have to sell you now because the Bible says so. Oh, okay, damn it. I had a good one. Goodbye, dogs. I don't know if I posted it up in the group for you guys, but the ex-evangelist who discovered that you could mix cards against humanity with the box set of cards that Christians like. Yeah. They basically made like a Christian-friendly version of Cards Against Humanity. And when you mix the two box sets together, you get some pretty fucking funny results. That was so funny. Rosie and I were talking earlier this week. It was sparked from your TikTok video with Cards Against Humanity and the session that I had with Leah and Sven playing that with my husband. And she said she tried to play with her parents and she had to take out everything that was related to abortions Jesus and sex or something and the one that I saved from that game the like the winning ones were just once I'd like to hear you say thanks mom thanks for blowing my boyfriend so hard he shits (laughs) (laughs) so it mentions moms sex (laughs) and and then the next one was brilliant because it says 
Coat hang abortions. Betcha can't have just one. Savage. Savage. Do you know, I had um, dinner with a friend of mine, Brent, who also listens to the podcast. So ex-Mormon, he's from California, lives in Germany for more than half his life. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Decided to wind him up by singing some of the children's songs. You know, so like, I hope they call me on a mission and called to serve and I belong to the church of Jesus Christ and Jesus wants me for a sunbeam. You know, all of these delightful things. And he's like, you're triggering me. Please stop. And I'm like, oh, you don't want to participate in my beautiful singing, you know? It's like, no, no, I'd rather not. Sometimes when I listen to a song and like if when it reminds me of um, one of those children's songs, my mind just automatically just goes like, no, God, fuck, why? <laughs> Verse 18. Behold, my brethren, I say unto you that these things must shortly come. Oh, he likes the shortly come. Yay. Even blood and fire and vapour of smoke must come. I don't want to know what's coming out of this man's penis. Oh, burns. Pure syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) Just like my dad. (laughs) (laughs) And it must needs be upon the face of this earth and it cometh unto men according to the flesh, if it so be that they will harden their heart against the Holy One of Israel. Wow, that whole verse was just so much, wasn't it? I'm lost. Are we supposed to be going for this dude, like the Holy One of Israel? Are we, are we for him or are we against him? Because I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, they're not making for a very good, good argument for supporting him, are they? You're supposed to harden your heart against him, but a couple of verses ago you were supposed to be all for him or something? I don't know. All right, who's reading next? I am. So, verse 19. For behold, the righteous shall not perish for the time surely must come that all they who fight against Zion shall be cut off and the Lord will surely prepare a way for his people unto the fulfilling of the words of Moses which he spake saying a prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you like unto me him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you and it shall come to pass that all those who will not hear that prophet shall be cut off from among the people oh and now I niffy. Niffy! <laughs> Give us a niffy, Rhonda. Let me try that one again. <laughs> and now I niffy <laughs> declare unto you that this prophet of whom Moses spake was the Holy One of Israel. Wherefore, he shall execute judgment in righteousness. Righteousness. Thank you for joining me for my TED Talk. <laughs> 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 and now I niffy. Declare unto you that this prophet of whom Moses spake was the Holy One of Israel. Oh my God, we have clarity. Wherefore, he shall execute judgment in righteousness. And the righteous need not fear, for they are those who shall not be confounded. But it is the kingdom of the devil which shall be built up among the children of men, which kingdom is established amongst them which are in the flesh. Ooh. But is the Holy One of Israel a prophet or is he the Holy One of Israel? I am clearly of the kingdom of the devil. I am confounded as as McFuck and that is compounded and squared. If you're good, you won't be confounded. I'm just confused. Which is... Really a redundant statement because anybody reading this book is pretty fucking confounded at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Word salad toss. It is word salad. We need that (laughs) patience. I know we have had struggled to write things and keep them. Please keep that one. We need it on a t-shirt later. It's (laughs) word salad toss. Word salad toss. Word salad toss. You gotta write it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll add it to the merchandise suggestions list. 
You are going to love verse 23. Hit us with it. For the time speedily shall come that all churches which are built up to get gain and all those who are built up to get power over the flesh and those who are built up to become popular in the eyes of the world and those who seek the lust of the flesh and the things of the world and do all manner of iniquity. Oh, fuck, he could use bullet points. Yea, in fine, all those who belong to the kingdom of the devil are they who need fear. Object permanence is not good with this sentence. And tremble, oh, and quake. They are those who must be brought low in the dust. They are those who must be consumed as stubble. And this is according to the words of the prophet. What is according to the words of the prophet? Churches that are built up to get gain. For example, churches that have a $300 billion slush fund. We need a meme with a temple in the background, like the most luxurious of them. The Salt Lake City Temple, I think, will do. But maybe one that still looks like quite luxurious, but no one really immediately recognises it. Oh, you mean like the one at Kangaroo Point? We need to quote this for a Those that are built up to get power over flesh, like the Mormons. And the time cometh speedily that the righteous must be led up as calves of the stall, and the Holy One of Israel must reign in dominion and might and power and great glory. Hold on. Don't we sacrifice those fuckers? In the herd a little. Which one's pissing you off the most today, Robin? Trust the farm girl. This is what it sounds like when calves stall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rosie, come on down. And he gathereth his children from the four corners of the earth, and he numbereth his sheep, and they know him. <laughs> and there shall be one fold and one shepherd, and he shall feed his sheep, and in him they shall find pasture. What the fuck? There is no way he numbered those sheep. He would have fallen asleep. <laughs> Can we agree that sheep are stupid? As long as we agree that all humans are stupid too, including me. <laughs> yes. I have never liked the analogy that the Lord is a shepherd and we are sheep because shepherds don't love their sheep. Yeah, shepherds' job is to keep the sheep alive, to either fleece them, turn them into meat or fuck them. That is it. Please fucking eat. I mean, besides the eating, isn't that basically what Mormons do to us? They fleece us of our money and fuck us of all of our emotions. Excellent. Continue. That also belongs on a T-shirt. Please fucking feed. Any other analogy, you call someone a sheep, it's an insult. But if you're a Christian, it's somehow a compliment. You don't want to be a sheep. <laughs> and because of the righteousness of his people, Satan has no power. Wherefore, he cannot be loosed for the space of many years. But he hath no power over the hearts of the people, for they dwell in righteousness, and the Holy One of Israel reigns. All right, Robin, are you capable of reading? 27, there's a number. (laughs) (laughs) Right, let's give this shit a go. Yeah, so it's a two and then a seven, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck a duck, all right. The first word is and. (laughs) You are four sheets to the wind, aren't you? (laughs) Hold on. That's a proper cyclone fucking up those sheets. Uh, she is the wind. <laughs> so keep going. Come on, Robin. Come on. And. And now behold, I, Nephi, say unto you that all these things must come according to the flesh. Damn. Speaking of tongues, that's in the next verse. Probably oh, himself. He's very bendy. Oh, Marilyn Monroe style. Remove a rib, you know? That's Marilyn Manson, isn't it? Oh, here we go. Did I say Marilyn Monroe? I apologise for Miss Monroe. (laughs) But behold, all nations, kindreds, 
tongues and people shall dwell safely in the Holy One of Israel. If it so be that they will repent. Repent. Never. This page reading one. Yeah, let Paige finish it off. Okay, should I start reading? Yes, please do, Paige. Go for it, baby. Be the mature, responsible one of the group. Yeah, be the adult here, Paige. Yes, yes. That deteriorates with age. And now I, Nephi, make an end, for I durst not speak further yet as concerning these things. There's our friend Fred Durst again. (laughs) Bit fucking late. (laughs) <laughs> can I can I just throw out here that maybe um, Joseph Smith knew a bit of German because the word Durst, D-U-R-S-T, means thirsty. Oh, thirsty. Yeah. He's so thirsty. <laughs> Rondo, I know your hand gestures are amusing to us, but remember it's an audio-only podcast, so the audience at home is going to I'm sorry, audience, but my hand gestures are just for this group. And if you'd like to know more about Rhonda's hand gestures, <laughs> you can find her at... <laughs> Come on, let Paige finish. Come on. Therefore, my brethren, I would that ye should consider that the things which have been written upon the plates of brass are true, and they testify that a man must be obedient to the commandments of God. What about women? No, you guys are off the hook. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to obey your husbands, remember? He didn't listen to him. What makes him think we're going to? Wherefore, ye need not suppose that I and my father are the only ones that have testified and all also taught them. Wherefore, if ye shall be obedient to the commandments and endure to the end, ye shall be saved at the last day. And thus it is. Amen. 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 Well, and that's all book. he wrote. Now you would think that that would be the end. Nephi has just said amen. But no, there's another fucking book. It's the second book of Nephi. And do you feel patience now that you've been sucked into this rabbit hole of crazy? I do have a sense of accomplishment finishing our first book of the Book of Mormon. Yay! Oh my God, there's a chapter called Moroni. Yes, it goes along with the macaroni. Moroni and cheese. Book of Moron. Oh, I love it. Moroni one, Moroni two. It's like the Count Drac counting out morons. I love Count to Count. <laughs> moroni one, Moroni two, Moroni three. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, we got to the end of First Nephi. It is now 10 to 1 for those of us on the east coast of Australia. What time is it in Germany? Oh, a very respectable 10 to 5 p.m., so I'm almost allowed to drink. So we're all getting very tired and... and. Sorry, Rhonda can't speak right now. She's drinking. I'm not tired, Paul. I live on Germany time. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry, Patience isn't tired. She'll sleep tomorrow during the She's, day. She's um, aligned herself to my time zone so that we can spend some time together because she's such a delightful creature. Ooh. Our cycles have synced up. All right. Well, unless anybody has anything further to say, how about we wrap this episode up for the evening? I see confused faces. <laughs> but this was fun. I don't envy patients this week for having to chop all this together and edit it. <laughs> oh, I know. But that's what she does. Send her a fruit basket. <laughs> <laughs> a fruit basket might be more worthwhile than just your apologies. Other than that, uh, all of the harem house that is with us this evening, we have already surpassed the Book of Mormon feminist standards by having more women on tonight's episode than there is in the entire fucking book. So, yeah, yes. 
And we can all read. It's almost heretical. I know. You all read. You all have opinions. You all, like, think. And we boss you around. This is, like, the opposite of what Joseph Smith um, wanted. Paul, though, to be a nitpicker, I don't think we quite have, because isn't there six women mentioned in the Book of Mormon? So <laughs> shall I just quickly grab my husband and put him in a dress and throw him in here for a oh, couple seconds? Oh, please do. <laughs> I don't think I'd be allowed. <laughs> yeah, the blessed yeah, boy brought me coffee. I don't think I should mess with that. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, put him in a dress and we'll call him Moroni. <laughs> <laughs> Paige, thank you for coming in and uh, filling in for your completely sober and under control auntie there. That was very good. So, Rahela, how do you feel about being on your own episode with us one day? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, you. I don't know. Is there another Rahela here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't see why not. This is entertaining yeah. me and I'm literally what I'm reading is like me trying to make sense of like reading torts when I'm unfucking medicated. So I'm just like, oh, this is what it's like. It's just like it's fucking words. Definitely, Rahali, we'll have you on again for sure. Thank you for coming on tonight and for pretending that you sort of didn't know anything like, just like we didn't know anything. I have yeah, never opened this shit before in my life. Uh, I'm grateful for this. If I had something to pray to, I would, but I believe in myself only. Very good. Good. I'm glad well, you well, praise me to Rahel yeah. for this I book. like Ayn Rand. I'm totally going to be messaging your dad later and saying, hey, I conned your daughter into opening a religious text. He can take the context Ooh. how he will. <laughs> and that's not all she's messaging your dad for. Ew. Ew, you haven't met him. Ew. Uh, look, the, the last time I met something as repulsive as my father, I tried to take its head off with a fucking shovel. <laughs> And that's how circumcision started. Yes, yes, patient. That's not a suggestion for our T-shirt collection, but that is definitely a Christmas card. <laughs> Merry Christmas to the man who makes me want to knock his head off with a shovel. Heavenly yes. Father. <laughs> and hang you over the fence as a warning to all the other reptiles. Definitely, let's get on the hallmark. There's something that they can do with that. Yes, let's expand our enterprises. <laughs> Well, are we saying au revoir, auf Wiedersehen, choose, goodbye? What's it in Japanese? I think I think it is time. I see people in this chat that need sleep and need it soon. Paul, uh, Paul, 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 focus. Wait, one moment. Wait, one moment. <laughs> what, what is, what is, okay. what is, thank you. Are you questioning my authority, woman? Not me. No. We're authority. <laughs> I love drunk Rhonda. I seeded in nothing, motherfucker. <laughs> say, how do you say goodbye in Japanese? Until next time and...